0: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Welcome,
1: friends, to Inverse, our Bible study show here that either you're watching through video or you're listening through our podcast. My name is Pastor Justin Kim, and at the studio we have Callie and Siku and Jonathan. Hey, guys. Hey. And I appreciate you guys, along with Israel and Sebastian, having been with us for about what, 12 weeks now. Mm -hmm. And we've been looking at almost every avenue of every angle of giving, but from samples of vignettes Mm -hmm. so we can do more. But we have found ourselves repeating ourselves the, some of the principles of giving, but it's all in different contexts. You see, you know, giving in an extreme context, giving in a faithful context, giving in a consistent context, giving in a very, you know, punctiliar moment, or giving in a lifetime element. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see giving, um, not just in terms of giving to the Lord money or, offerings and tithe, but also our whole lives. And It's been mm. a very, very fascinating and profound study. Uh, we're li- in our last week here, uh, in week 12, we're looking at last day giving and time giving. And we want to encourage you to go to hopehope.tv.org/universe and then binge watch the entire season <laughs> and also other seasons that we've been uh, recorded, we, we recorded about on on different Bible topics, but also go to inversebible.org and download the Bible study guide there. And you can follow along with us uh, lesson by lesson along with your small groups as well. Let's go to Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 through 22. And uh, Callie, can you uh, pray for us?
2: Absolutely. Father in heaven, we thank you for the many lessons you've taught us over these last 11 weeks. And we thank you that you desire to teach us even more today. Please guide us by your Holy Spirit as we open your word. May we see the lessons for us today, and even lessons later the Holy Spirit will want to bring back to our minds. May we see Jesus clearly. May we love him more. Mm-hmm. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. I did ask this to uh, Sebastian and and, uh, and Israel before uh, in our last episode, but is there one thing that you learned in this, Callie, uh, in this quarter uh, that... That uh, just totally fresh, like totally, absolutely new. That that you didn't, um, just a new angle on something that you haven't, that you didn't know before.
2: I'm having a hard time with the extremity of that definition, but <laughs> um, I think something that is extremely relevant to my life right mm-hmm. now is that giving back to God by faith is most exemplifying my faith when it's difficult for me to do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the circumstances awful. of the difficulty often yeah, so, indicate something else going on. Yeah. So
2: giving out of my right? abundance yeah. is like, yeah, that's by faith, but it's not as much as when yeah. I'm like, but this is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm running out Yeah, and that's just something like, that's something I'm experiencing right now. And mm-hmm. so this is really, this really speaks to my, my current experience. And I really yeah, appreciate that. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that we're, we're 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 identifying with you because that's also I think we, like, yeah. we resonate yeah. with
2: that.
1: Um, Jonathan, how about you? Is there some, you know what I was mentioning before yeah. in the previous episode? Like it's cool that we all learned something here, and and these narratives I think we're very familiar with, mm-hmm. uh, but then we learn something mm-hmm. again uh, in our last episode, very very deep into Ananias and Saphira. We never have actually gone that deep into that narrative yeah. ever before. So Jonathan, is there an experience that you may have?
3: Um, I really appreciated it the episode we did on noah Mm. um because i i mean i've i've seen you know noah i've known noah for years (laughs) (laughs) but the connection and i've seen the connection between noah and our days today you know i mean jesus says it will be like the days of noah but just the personal impact that it had on him it was not just him building the ark it was just his complete and total and utter surrender of his life to this cause this ridiculous cause in the eyes of the world Uh, and, and he gives his life for that, uh, for his end-time mission, mm-hmm. you know, his personal end-time mission. And, um, and his faithfulness and the dynamics of faithfulness and stewardship there, uh, that really, really spoke to me. And it's going to make me reevaluate how I live in our end times mm-hmm. as we approach the
1: second coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. And a perfect segue to this <laughs> lesson yes. right up, right as we right look up. at <laughs> someone, Noah, who was yeah. faithful in his end-time context ish, you know, ish. In, in that, in that uh, type and <laughs> antitype. But then you also have, we're looking at uh, Matthew 19, 16 through 23, mm-hmm. about the rich young ruler mm-hmm. who also wanted to enter the kingdom of God but wasn't as faithful. Mm-hmm. And so, Siku, can you read that passage sure. for us, uh, 16 through 22?
0: 22? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, what good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Jesus said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Assuredly, I say to you, that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven.
1: Okay. Let's uh, and read 24, please, if you don't All mind. Right.
0: And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven.
1: Uh, okay, the kingdom of God. Yeah, um, but of God. yeah same context. <laughs> uh, well, any, what, what can we glean from that passage here that, that Siku has just read? Mm. Okay. Uh, I mean, there's a
3: lot to glean from here. <laughs> uh, is there something specific you want us to look at? I mean, for me, what sticks out here yes. uh, is... Um, You know for a second you know we know this story yep and we immediately go to this you know oh righteousness by works versus righteousness by faith you know like what can i do to get eternal life but like his question (laughs) is you know what good thing shall i do that i may have eternal life yes of course his focus is on what you know what he can do in his strength but um it's not necessarily a bad question i mean even the act of surrender is a Good thing you do, okay. Mm-hmm. But uh, this young ruler, he—I think he's sincere in his desire to to um, you know, to gain eternal life. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that? But um, he's obviously missing the point, um, and and Jesus is trying to gently but very direct uh, point out the the true issue in his heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, <clears throat> I mean. I found myself many times in the position of the rich young, young ruler. Not that I was ever rich, but... Uh, or a <laughs> or, or, or ruler.
2: <laughs> You're, young. You're young.
3: <laughs> I'm young, <laughs> as I'm being reminded every day, even though... Anyways, let get into that. But um, it's like uh, the fact that we naturally want to contribute to, to the process of salvation. And because we just... This is how the world works. You have to do something to, to get it. Uh, I've been there many times. And... Um, so I've seen myself in that story many times. I know it's not directly related to stewardship right now, but
1: just, you know, yeah. you ask me Definitely an application. <laughs> we <We'll go laughs> oh. and then
2: oh. uh, I just, I see myself very much. And, you know, clearly the rich young ruler knows he lacks something because yes. that's why he's coming, mm-hmm. right? And then Jesus points out some things and he's like, I've done that since my youth. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't say like, oh, I've done that. We're good. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. Mm-hmm. He's like, I've done that so what do I still lack? Yeah. Mm. So he recognizes there's something that's still, still not lack. quite there. Mm. And I see myself sometimes going to Jesus and I'd be like, yeah, what about this or this? And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. But then as soon as he tells me the answer, I'm like, that's not what mm. I want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what I want to do. Um, and so it's like, then, then why were you asking mm. in the first place? Like, are you just curious? Were you just hoping he was going to say something different than what your conviction has led you to believe? Mm-hmm. But sometimes we we do that where we ask God to give us clarity mm. and then he does. But mm-hmm. we're like, that's not the clarity I wanted. So I refuse to obey that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I find it that. Oh, let's go to Siku. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, oh,
2: no, I mean, that, that was actually my
0: point. That was your point. That, yeah. the, the, the sincerity of his desire to. To, to have something more than what he had because mm-hmm. he got the answer and he's mm-hmm. like but I know that there's something still missing in my life mm-hmm. um, And I think that's that's commendable actually mm-hmm. in him to yes. recognize because so many people walk right, around keep going. yeah <laughs> so many people walk around oblivious to their own need right but he he had taken enough time to search his soul and realize that something was lacking mm-hmm.
1: yeah and I mean he's rich and he's yeah. young and it's like he he's can purchase whatever that is absent in his life he just needs to get it. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus is saying it's actually not in the positive that you need to get it's something in the negative that you mm-hmm. don't have yet mm-hmm. if, that, if that makes sense in any way mm-hmm. uh, in, in verse 18 I think, I think it's just weird that Jesus said to him which ones and and Jesus says you shall not murder you shall not commit <laughs> adultery you shall not steal you shall not bear witness and I can just imagine this guy like he's memorized the Ten Commandments so he's like just like, like yeah I got it I got, it, I got <laughs> it but then the next one that Jesus would have gone to if you follow the order of Ten Commandments and thou shalt not covet but he goes to honor your father and your mother <laughs> and you <laughs> shall that, love the neighbor <laughs> as <laughs> yourself kind of takes a a sharp right turn and then like almost a 145 degree angle like you know, weird and and it makes the guy think right mm-hmm. and then so verse 20 all these things have I kept from the youth what do I still lack yeah. and then so Jesus is actually talking about covet you know he's mm-hmm. coveting things and he's something attached to the world and it's, it's, it's piercing him in a different way um yeah, Kelly. I was going
2: to say, I just love the patience of Jesus. Yes. I do not have the patience of Jesus. Your
1: problem is this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Richard, i really, have a question? This yes. is the problem. You covet too many times. Well, you yeah. need to give up your stuff. <laughs> that's what you need to do. Stop, Good talk. Kelly. <laughs> Stop the conviction. <laughs> like, that's what. But he's just like, he, because Jesus' goal is not to overwhelm him. Right. Jesus' goal is to woo him. Mm. Jesus' goal is to convince his heart and to convince him that Jesus is the right way because if Jesus' goal was to win arguments or just be right all the time, <laughs> I feel like he could have had a much more aggressive approach. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that is, that is just the the loving tenderness of Jesus, mm-hmm. of like, I see you coming to me, you're asking me, presumably in front of these different people, and I'm going to try to tell you in a way that I'm not trying to call you out to make you look bad in front of all these people, but I'm still going to try to guide you towards the truth so that your mind mm-hmm. and your heart is convinced. Mm. Yeah and I don't just overwhelm you with light. Mm-hmm. I just, Jesus mm-hmm. is the greatest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: The other thing that's kind of sad, but also, you know, in verse 22, "...when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful, mm. for he had great possessions." Yeah. Meaning, the greatest teacher wooed his heart and still didn't yeah. get his heart,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, which,
3: I mean, that, that reveals the, the power of money. And wealth, uh, and he—I he, mean—he goes on. You read it uh, that you know it's really hard for rich people, to, 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 because money in this world uh, represents power, it represents um, security, and it gives you a, f- I guess, a false sense in a way of it, but not totally false, because with money you can have security, you can yeah. have a lot, you can make things happen that um, that other people can only have by faith in God. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some, some things, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm talking very materialistic uh, mm. things, but it is um, it shows that the, if, if Jesus, the Son of God, the most powerful teacher and Savior of the world, cannot break through to Him, I mean, He did everything He could. It was the choice that the young, young ruler made, and maybe later on He repented. We don't know, but yeah. in that moment, the, His wealth was more powerful than the Son of God, yeah. Yeah. and that should make us think, it's not necessarily wrong to have wealth, yeah. uh, but um, what is my relationship with money? What is my relationship with my wealth? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in extension of that, since we are talking about you know uh, stewardship and all these things, m- what is my relationship with my time and my, my everything that I am? You know, going back to Noah, like, to, it, it, what is the purpose of my wealth? Mm-hmm. Is it for me to to gain these things that other people have only by faith, or is it to you know further the mission to support whatever it is uh, that God leads us to support. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is just sobering to me because I'll be honest, like obviously I would be happy to have more money, you know, but what's my relationship with money? Maybe there's a reason Jesus hasn't blessed me with wealth, you know, because (laughs) he knows my heart. So, um, yeah, it's just really sobering, I Mm -hmm. got to say. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Indeed?
0: I'll add a little nuance to, to, to that, that... And, and and you mentioned it as you were speaking that it's not the money that has the power, mm-hmm. but how we relate to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And and this having great possession. Love of money. Yeah, yes. Yeah, the root of sin. Right. Was that, was the that the that root your, of evil. Right. Yeah. That's, the root that's, of evil, yeah. that's precisely what I'm pointing to. That that the, the money itself, or whatever possession we consider to be great, mm-hmm. and it may be you know some people are not money people, mm-hmm. but they're people people right and as long as you've got a lot of people in your life that, that love you that like spend time with you and, and we become slaves to people like to, mm. to, to the acceptance of people to the praise of people we talked about in a previous episode and that becomes the great possession mm. is, is people you know uh, accepting me and thinking I'm great right mm. and that becomes our great possession that I'm not willing to give up for Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, so whatever it is, that, that's that thing that, that, that we value more than we value a relationship with Jesus. Mm. And that's the power lies in what we give power over us, mm. like what we choose to value in our lives. And what Jesus was telling him was that you've, the problem that you've got is a heart problem, mm that your heart is not perfect towards God. God first. It's not the case right. here. Mm-hmm. 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 And he's like, that's what needs to be... Rem- you, you feel like you're lacking something, and you yeah. are lacking something. Yeah. The thing that you're lacking is, it's one little thing, and it's really profound, and it's that your heart is not perfect towards me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm going to tell you how you can do it. Sometimes it takes something super radical, right? And for this guy, that would have been radical. Yeah. I mean, in everybody's eyes. Like, this rich guy with influence... He's got money, he's got influence, he's got vigor, physical vigor to give up all of that and go follow this this rabbi who has foxes have holes but the Son of Man has no way to lay his head go and follow this guy right That would have been radical but Jesus wasn't calling him to do it because the money was bad because mm. God has blessed many people with money like mm-hmm. Abraham had flocks and Isaac he blessed God blesses people with money. God's got no problem with money. The problem is when we value those Mm. gifts that God has given to us more than we value the God who has given them. And sometimes it takes giving up all of that for us to realize that Jesus is the important thing. Sometimes it takes giving up for Abraham, he left his family. Sometimes it takes walking away from my family for me to realize that God is more important than my mother and my father, not because family is bad, but because I value the praise of my mother and my father more than I value God
1: mm. if I can read scripture to to correspond with with siku's uh, comment there and in, uh, in verse 25 uh, I, I just I just I don't know I see see humor whenever I read <laughs> the scripture but you know uh, verse 24 you know it's easier for a camel to go through eye verse 25 then when the disciples heard it they were greatly astonished saying who then can be saved and you're holding on to the table you know like who think. <laughs> So Jesus, verse 26, Jesus looked at them and said to them, "With, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible." Mm-hmm. Verse 27. Then Peter answered and said to him, "See, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have?" You know, kind of the Peter, Peter Peter-esque Petrine mm-hmm. very Peter-esque answer. Verse 28 is really where Siku was getting at. And Jesus mm-hmm. said to them, "Assuredly, I say to you that in the in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of His glory, you have followed Me who also sit." Uh, on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses, brothers, sisters, mm. father, mother, wife, children, or lands for my name's sake wow. shall receive a hundredfold and in- inherit eternal life. Mm. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Mm-hmm. Just to correspond with what you were saying this is, there.
3: This is really, really
1: uh, significant. And, you know, I'm
3: thinking um, where we live here, you know, it's 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 very normal to have, you know, you... you and in many countries, you pay in, you know, into your pension fund and, and investments, whatever, so that when you're older, you have income and can make it, right? That's, the, that's just a way of life. And it's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, because we are to be, to be good stewards of the money that has been given to us. However, Jesus is calling for something really radical, and that is to be willing to give all of that up to. Mm-hmm. He's not saying you have to do it right now, mm-hmm. but in this case, He said you should do it. Yeah. And my question to myself is like, it's easy to me to say, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm happy to, you know, contribute my time and offerings and to increase my offering every year a little bit or whatever <laughs> it is, you know, we do. Um, but if Jesus calls me right now to give up everything, am I willing to do it? Am I willing to do it? Mm-hmm. If he says 401k or your whatever pension fund you have or whatever investments you have, you know, your bitcoins or whatever you got, <laughs> give it up for him right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you do it? I'm asking myself because I'm not 100% sure. And so I'm praying that, you know, Jesus will enable me because I love him, but uh, do I love him that much? Mm. And so, like, it's easy to judge this guy, you know, oh, but, uh, you know but would we do it too? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a question I think we need to ask ourselves. And, and even when we might say quickly, oh, yeah, for Jesus, I'll do this. When it comes down to it, and the time will come when we have to give up everything. The end times are coming for us. Um, will, we, will, we, um, will we be willing then or even before then, to invest it in the church and in the mission, in the final push to proclaim the gospel. Yeah.
2: I'd like to add just another angle, really the exact same thing you're saying, but yeah. I can hear someone my, like myself, I'm trying to speak to myself <laughs> right now, is listening to that but like, I don't love money. Like, I don't right. like nice things. Right. I don't like nice vacations. Like, I don't like any of those things. <laughs> but even though I don't love money, I trust money. Right. And so, I depend on it in the sense of like, I don't love all this luxurious things, but I see it as my safeguard. Mm -hmm. I see it as a thing that takes care of me. And that is still, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just a different word. And so we can think like, oh yeah, well, I don't like buy really nice things. So clearly I don't love money, so we're good. Mm -hmm. I don't have great possessions. I'm not a ruler. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not young. (laughs) I'm not not those things. But I just think of people like me, um, who might not do all those things, but trusting to money and depending on it and seeing it as, your surety and your safeguard instead of the God yeah. of the universe, right. it has the same effect on your soul, mm-hmm. except I think it's a little bit more deceitful, which even makes it worse. Mm-hmm.
3: If Siku.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Siku has something to say.
0: Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that it's, it's important, the part that we ended up reading where mm-hmm. Jesus talks about in the regeneration, the Son of Man sits on His throne, that I will give you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is there is a genre of Christianity that's kind of anti-money. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. kind of like to be holy, you got to be poor, right? right? Or to, to show that you really love the Lord, you got to give up everything, etc. That's not Jesus' point, right? Like his point is about where your heart is. Yes. Right? And and what he is saying, his promise is whether you have money in this life or not, what I promise you is when I come,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you will have an abundance of all the stuff. Because when he comes and we are transformed, when we have Mm. made that final choice to make God first, last and best in our lives. When He comes, then our hearts will be perfect towards Him. No, He could give us all the riches and it wouldn't be a problem. He mm-hmm. could give us all of the benefits and it won't it won't faze us because,
3: because none of those things matter then because th- we want to be with Jesus. We have made the yeah. choice
0: to be with Jesus. Yeah. But he's saying right now you have to make that choice. Yes, That's why these exactly. things are a problem. Mm-hmm. Is because you need to make the choice now so that when I come I'll give you these things. And the ability to 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 turn away from riches or mm. whatever our great possessions are, comes from the re- from a focus on Jesus mm-hmm. who ultimately will give all things, mm-hmm. right? And so, I know that I don't have to worry about riches. Uh, you know, if I don't have my mansion down here, I'm gonna have it in heaven. <laughs> Maybe I'll have it down here, but <laughs> I will definitely have it in heaven.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: As, as, as all three of you were speaking, I'm thinking of you know that's the, this is this is great insights into this passage mm-hmm. uh, i love this lesson because it takes this narrative which was in matthew 19 and says that in the last days mm-hmm. right before jesus comes there will be another class of christians yep. who are rich who are uh, who have incre- are cr- increased with goods mm-hmm. who have need of nothing mm-hmm. and their reaction Maybe be the same reaction as mm. this rich young wow mm. mm-hmm. Just as the young rich ruler, he wanted to go into the kingdom of God, but he couldn't because of all his possessions, that right before Jesus comes, there's going to be another class of so-called Christians who, because of all the goods that we have and all the whatever, and we're also blind and we're, we're naked, but we have all the clothes that we want and we're, we're, we have all the gold that we want, but we're actually poor, mm. that we have the same... Uh, connection to, wow. uh, to to earthly uh, possessions mm-hmm. as, as the rich young ruler, which is essentially Laodicea, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we are living in the w- world's wealthiest period in, in Earth's history. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the poorest amongst us is still the richest of, of you know, the majority of, of earthly history, right? Um, how do we, how, what's the right diagnostic to, well, how do we know? If we're rich or poor or not, how do we know that this has, this has, get, it, I mean, the four of us can sit here and be like, yeah, but, uh, but money doesn't really have uh, sway over me. How, can we, are we, are we blind? Isn't that what Leodicea is saying? And how do we, how do we hmm. see through that?
3: Um.
1: I mean, I think Doc. a lot
3: of it has to do with um, spending time with God. So like the more time I spend with God, the more he makes me aware of. You know issues I might have with money, or with my spending, or with my mm. saving, or whatever I'm trying to do with my money. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm thinking of here is here that Jesus tried to help this man. Um, he, he was not losing his money by giving it all away. Mm. He was investing it. Right. But it was an investment that is not like you know uh, Wall Street. This mm-hmm. is an investment <laughs> into the kingdom of heaven, mm-hmm. a, an investment into helping p- other people find Christ, and. Only a few years later, this was a young ruler, so he would have been alive at, in 70 A.D. when the Romans came and destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. And by then, his wealth was useless. Mm-hmm. So, his investment would have had eternal benefits if he was willing to give it away. And, and so, I'm asking myself now, like now that, you know, the end is coming soon, how am I investing my wealth? So, in the presence of Jesus, I think we should, you know, when you do your budget, when you when you deal with your, your money and whatever in your life, pray about it. Like, Jesus, is there something you want me to invest in that is, you know, not my 401k, but you're the king of heaven. Uh, where can I give? The 144k. The 144? For- <laughs> 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 All right, let's not get into that.
2: Nah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Justin is now offering uh, pension plans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, you see what I mean? Like, no. it's, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like that's something that I want to be more intentional. That's real.
1: That's practical. That that is that is practical counsel to to take to open up our our, our, our account books and say, Lord, you you yeah. have jurisdiction here everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that's good. That's good. Yeah. S- I, Siku and then
0: I'll just say that in, in Revelation, <laughs> in Revelation with with Laodicea, yeah, the solution is to come by from Jesus.
1: Yes, to come. Exactly.
0: Come. To Jesus.
1: Come to Jesus yeah. and buy a fire. Oh, yes, yes, him, yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: because we are, we're blind to our... By what? By gold refined gold? in fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw. <solve>? Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah, know, and, and that's, that's, that's the
1: the Laodicean answer that we find in, in, in Revelation 3. I, I just, I find, I find that it's... Um, it, with the practical counsel that you offered and then the, the revelation counsel that you provided, it's, it's essentially, I'm asking, verse 25, right? His answer, when his disciples heard it, they saved. were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. as Laodiceans, like, who can be saved? Yeah. Like, we're blind. How do we know that we're blind? We don't even know that we're blind, that we'd be even asking for these things. Like, how do we know that we're poor? How do, we don't even know. And then just the answer is, is that in verse okay. 26, Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men, this is impossible. Yes. And I think we just have to come to that acknowledgement, like, Lord, I'm like indifferent. Like, you're coming soon, and sometimes, I really don't care. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, i just rather watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I know that's wrong, but Lord, I just, that's how I feel right now. That's how I, you know, I, I just yeah. rather not, I know I should pay tithe, but I don't want to. I'm going to go to Panda Express and get some veggie chicken instead, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> whatever it is. But it's with men, this is impossible. With God, all things yes. are possible, and just... From, from point of impossibility, admitting to God and saying, look, it's impossible for me. I can't do it in my own strength. I know it. You've given me this knowledge. So help me. And I look towards you. How would you change your life? That's, that's that's my that's my prayer request for for all of the Laodicea of which I am in I know that's the prayer request of my two sisters and my one brother and my other two brothers who are not on this episode and hopefully that's my prayer request of all of you my brothers and sisters out there we are the church of Laodicea we have so much we need to ask the Lord to say, Lord, it is impossible with my human strength. I need you Mm. to create a new heart in me that is willing to give and not just give out, but also invest in the kingdom of heaven, as Jonathan said. Hopefully it's been a blessing of a conversation. In our next quarter, we are looking at the three angels' messages, the messages that go to the whole world, and that is our mission and our purpose in these last days. God bless you. We'll see you next week here in Inverse.
0: This is inverse.